on your mark, get set, podcast. Welcome to the Be Kind Podcast with your host, Joe Kirkner, presented by the Animal Advocates of South Central Pennsylvania. Welcome, everyone, to the Be Kind Podcast, part of the Animal Advocates' mission for a more compassionate world for all living creatures, whether you are made of ice or you are water or you are gas or one of the Wonder Twins or whatever. All animals are deserving to be loved, and we are making a world where they can be loved. And today, I have the honor of being joined by Mr. John Beck again. Hello. And Mr. Jason. Hi, Jason. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi, John. Hey. <laughs> Doing good today. It's a relaxing day and just taking some time to talk to some awesome vegans about awesome vegan things. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's uh, you know, it's a, it's a weekend. It's a Saturday. So those are always good days. If you're not working, sun's out, um, which lately we've not seen a lot of the sun. So it's great to get some vitamin D, too. Absolutely. And one of our episodes, they talk yeah. about the importance of vitamin D. So yeah. it all ties into itself. <laughs> Well, Jason, all of our listeners hopefully know a decent bit about me and John, so would, would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about you, what you do, and your vegan journey? Sure. I, presently, I, I work for the York County Economic Alliance. Um, love what I do there. It's a great organization that's doing a lot for our community and our businesses and trying to basically make York County the best place around that to live, work, and play. I've been there for a little Oh, probably closing in on two years soon. And um, prior to that, I worked for UPMC Memorial for about, uh, I think it was 12 years, doing communications and marketing there. Uh, Love that. Great people. Couldn't have asked for better work families at both of those locations. I I loved going to, to work every day and getting to meet a lot of different people and do a lot of crazy things. Um, and then over the years, uh, during my time at both those locations, I also was taking steps on my vegan journey, I guess you could say. I started out as a vegetarian probably about 15 years ago. Um, It was something my wife and I both decided to do at the same time, which made it so much easier. Uh, We were vegetarian for a few years, and then we we decided to take the the next step and plunge into being vegan. Um, And we've been, for the most part, vegan since then. Uh, My wife has uh, switched back to vegetarian a little bit uh, to work in some dairy. But for the most part, we've been vegan for the last 10 10 years or so. That's awesome. And Jason, you may not know this, but when I first moved out here six years ago, you were one of the first fellow vegans in the area I ever met before I met any other vegans. I think it was at an event at Lega Farm I had met you and found out you were vegan, and that was one of the first fellow practitioners of veganism that I've ever met. So I just, yes. it's a little fun fact. I remember that. That was the uh, Halloween treat trail, I think. Um, and yes, it, it was It was always a uh, nice to run into fellow vegans because they w- w- there weren't very many that you ran into on a normal basis or at least if you did you didn't know it and in york county i didn't, didn't realize that there was such a large vegan and vegetarian presence and until over the last few years when it started to become a little bit more mainstream and started to see a little bit more activities like through animal advocates and uh, some other local businesses and groups and that's one of the things I wanted to pick your brain about as someone who's been in the area and very active in the community, talking with people, seeing things open up, close, seeing people offer new products, just really keyed into the local economy and seeing how have you seen veganism specifically in this geographic area grow or change over the years? 
That is, that's a good question. Um, when we first went vegetarian and then even vegan, it was difficult. Uh, York County is was was probably not the most vegan friendly area to be in and it was it was difficult but over those last few years it has become so much more mainstream uh we're seeing so many more restaurants and businesses that are offering vegan options we're seeing a lot of we're seeing the growth nationally uh in especially in the food area where you're seeing so many other alternatives and products being made so that it you have so much more variety when you go to the grocery store and things like that. And it's, it's actually becoming very easy to be vegan. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I've noticed it and it's, it's incredible. And actually I just saw an article today on uh, veg news that there is a, uh, vegan grocery store in the works, like a big chain. They're going to start off in, uh, large cities. And now it's hopefully in the next few years, it's going to expand. So yeah, it's, it's, oh, that's awesome. yeah, I, I'm blown away by that. Cause <laughs> we definitely need that. That's a game changer. <laughs> yes. so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely becoming more mainstream every day. So yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, uh, my neighbor who is, uh, actually a vegetarian and they moved in next to us, um, a couple, like about two or three years ago and didn't know at the time when they moved in that they were also vegetarian, but she was, I was talking with her a couple of weeks ago and she actually mentioned about how she uses TVP mm-hmm. and it just jogged my memory. It's like, Oh my gosh, like I have not <laughs> used TVP in so long, but that was like a staple back when we first yep. went because there weren't, weren't very many things around. Now there's so many options. I've completely forgotten about it. Yeah. It's like Taco Bell back in the day. That was the go-to place for vegetarians and vegans, and now it's almost lagging behind everyone else. Yeah, but I, yeah, and and I just saw an article about them uh, the other day that they're going to have Beyond Meat and they're bringing potatoes back. So <laughs> I, I guess they took notes and they're bringing stuff back. So it's great. I love it. <laughs> well, it makes sense because you know a lot of the statistics are showing that the. The trend is there, and if you want to appeal to a younger and and growing target market, you need to start to expand into the vegetarian and vegan options because, you know, the higher percentages of vegan and vegetarian um, in the population are in the 18 to 49 age range. Mm -hmm. Something I'm always torn about is do I want to buy the vegan options at non-vegan restaurants or go to the vegan restaurants because i feel like both have their pros and cons Mm -hmm. because you want to make sure that the non-vegan places still have those vegan options and still know it's a viable alternative to their animal-based products but at the same time if you go to a vegan restaurant spend your money there odds are that money will go directly towards um, people practicing veganism or vegan causes or things like that so i'm always on the fence so guys what's your thoughts (laughs) i try and support both obviously as much as i can um but yeah i I totally yeah i think i think you're with it it's it's one of those conundrums that you can debate forever and i don't know if you ever come up with a good answer on it and Mm -hmm. you know i've kind of given up and just said okay you know what if i can support both it's still taking and pushing things in the right direction definitely and from my experience too, if you're with a group of people and they're not all vegan, it's a much easier sell to go to the non-vegan place that has vegan options than the all vegan place just because of people's misconceptions over what vegan food is. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Very true. Well, Jason, along the lines of just being vegan in the community, I've worked in nonprofit fundraising and marketing for a few years now, and I often run into a quasi-ethical conundrum where I have to 
condone or promote or even actively support non-vegan actions, businesses, causes, what have you, whether it's trying to get people to buy milkshakes or ordering non-vegan food for an event or um, auctioning off leather purses and coats and stuff during fundraisers, accepting donations from non-vegan businesses like a dairy business, things like that. And I go back and forth on how I feel about it. I still have yet to come to an answer how to navigate that sticky situation in my day-to-day life. And as someone whose job is to be involved in the community, make connections, support everyone in the community, really lift up our local economy and people living in the area, how do you navigate that from a vegan perspective and ethic? You know, that is a conundrum, and it's one that I've debated over years, too. I think I've actually come to a a pretty good... um, middle ground for myself personally over the last few years. And I, I actually have to really thank some of my former colleagues and coworkers that I worked with at Memorial, uh, Memorial Hospital. Um, I worked with our community health and wellness department, and we had some amazing community health educators that were, that focused on nutrition education and diabetes education and um, tobacco cessation. And, um, you know, Pam Miller, Claudia Crozy. Um, before that, Renata Tate, they were they were amazing people, and they had a f- uh, philosophy that they followed in that they said, you have to meet people where they're at, and because you can't make the change if you try to just rip off the Band-Aid and say, no, you can't smoke, or no, you can't eat carbs, or, or anything like that, and the more I thought about it, and the more that I put it into application, and I said, you know, they're absolutely right. If you want to create behavior change or you want to promote something, you can't just flip the switch and say, that's it. I think that we probably can see great evidence of how well that has worked in our political system right now, where it's like one or the other. There's no middle ground, nobody willing to like compromise and, and go on a journey of of bipartisanship. And then all it's done is fueled like hatred and division. So the more I thought about it, the more I put it into context, I said, you know, that's actually probably how I need to approach things that I do in my own work. And while they may not necessarily be things that I agree with, it's what I say, it's what I do that will leave a positive impression on somebody that will start to place those little building blocks in the back of their mind that says, hey, you know, maybe vegetarian or veganism isn't as bad as what I thought, or it isn't as evil or difficult or hard to, to, to get through. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a point to that. And then over time, those things build up. And, you know, when you realize that and you just try to be the best person that you can be and do your job the the best way that you can, even if there are times that there are going to be things that you can't, it's actually that you don't agree with necessarily. It opens the door and creates, puts the hand out basically for others to kind of start to see that and head down that way. Because, you know, ultimately... This is this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We're not going to get to a cruelty-free world and a vegetarian or vegan-based society overnight. It took millennia to get to where we are, and you know we're seeing progress that's moving faster than ever. But it, it's a little, still a little bit at a time, and I, that's the philosophy that I've taken as I go along. It's like just go with it, roll with people where they're at, and show them the benefits of it without trying to force it i like the way you think (laughs) sounds like you're just trying to be an awesome person who happens to be vegan and then when people find out you're vegan they go oh hey that jason guy he was really cool and 
I guess he's vegan too. I didn't realize <laughs> that vegans could be normal functioning members of society. Exactly. It's like the old saying that you you get more you get more bees or more flies with honey than than with vinegar. And you know, I want others to to. Well, that's actually probably a bad example because honey is not exactly <laughs> vegan. <laughs> but I, but I want others to, to to come to that side. But telling them that you can't have have it and being the vinegar side is not not the appropriate way to do it um i think it just it, it divides and it emboldens people to go against it and ultimately i think you do more harm than if you just kind of go along with it and basically try to influence things by being a good person showing them what's out there being um being a walking source of knowledge when somebody does ask not being detrimental and and subjective and coming down on somebody making them feel terrible for for doing what they're doing you know i i grew up in york county i was not vegan or vegetarian for my entire life as a matter of fact probably for the first 20 or so years of my life i ate a lot of meat that's how i grew up it took me a journey and time to get there and it's going to take others yeah i'd like to play the game whenever i run into these conundrums of what's the alternative and in my mind if put myself in your shoes if you're say promoting a ribbon cutting of a barbecue joint or something like that if the alternative to doing your job and doing it in a professional way that's positive putting yourself out there as a positive individual in the community who happens to be vegan at this event the alternative to that would be basically coming at the business or establishment being really negative and confrontational which would really just repulse them from the idea of veganism, hurt your overall well-being both personally and professionally, and not do anyone any good. So I think by, I'm trying to think of a vegan alternative for catching flies with honey. Um, right. <laughs> right. But no, you're absolutely right, because at, you know, at the end of the day, I want that barbecue business to be successful. And in time, the barbecue that they serve may be plant-based. Um, we, bo- we both know that there are some amazing plant-based options for barbecue and you know if we help promote it and we continue to live the lifestyle and get there maybe somewhere in our lifetime we see that barbecue joint flip over to being plant-based perfect example of this is roost uncommon kitchen in new york they used to be i think baron von schwein all Mm -hmm. about barbecue and pigs and all that and then now they have their own vegan menu because they saw the viability of vegan options absolutely that is a great example Great food, too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you're at the uh, York Economic Alliance, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we actually had a billboard right next to your building. Did you see that? I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were your thoughts on that? Let's talk about that. Which one was that? That because... was the, the Golden Rule one. Okay. Because I remember, the... yes, yeah. Yeah, and I, you'll have to forgive me. My mind it's okay. flips a little bit on which one or which. I kind of just curveballed it because it just dawned in my mind. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Our billboard's <laughs> right next to your building. Or it was next to your building. I mean, I loved all of the ads and the billboards that you guys have put together and put out. You know, I think they're a little edgy, mm-hmm. but they're not too edgy. Right. You know, they're, they're, not, they're not as bold as, say, for instance, some things that PETA does. Right, right. Um, and, and, you know, I love PETA. I'm a member with PETA as well. Um, but I think sometimes the they, they the way that I go sometimes <laughs> right, right. Because again, if I'm coming at it as like a, that, 
and again, that comes back to that terrible example of the flies with yeah. the vinegar and the honey. <laughs> but if you're trying to get somebody to come to your side, being right there in your face doesn't necessarily always help. So I think something like like the golden rule one is that type of uh, incremental building block that when somebody sees it, it's going to make them think. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the first time they see it or the second time they see it, they're like, oh, that's terrible or oh, that's so, so dumb. But the more they see it, the more that it creates top of mind awareness, the more it starts to then create an avenue into their thought stream where they start to think about it a little bit. And then as they start to see and hear other things, you know, it's again, it's it's behavior change that we're talking about. And behavior change doesn't just happen overnight. And, mm. you know, I love the billboards. I thought you guys did a great job with them. Thank you. Hopefully we do more soon. <laughs> And something that I think would be useful for listeners is to hear about how you personally navigate the more day-to-day routine aspects of your career or your life. For example, what kind of snacks you have, what kind of reactions you have to conversations you overhear, get involved in that, go against your ethic. I know sometimes I have to bite my tongue and sometimes I tell people that if you ever see blood coming out of my mouth, that's because I'm biting my tongue because of all these things I'm hearing sometimes. And I'm just wondering how you handle a lot of those situations. And also, everyone always likes to hear about vegan food and snacks. <laughs> sure. Um, so full confession, I probably had various degrees and levels and strictness of veganism. Um, there are times when I'm probably more strict than than I than others. I know that I've got probably a lot of suits and dress clothes that have wool in them. Because for the longest time, it was difficult to find suits and dress clothes that weren't. Fortunately, they're, they're starting to become more and more options on that. Um, so I think I kind of weigh the options and the availability and uh, go with that. Try to do the best that you can because it's like everything in life, you can't always be perfect. So sometimes there are going to be some things that you have to make a sacrifice on. It's like when I'm eating at a restaurant and, you know, you order the Beyond Burger and they ask, do you mind if it's cooked on the reg- regular grill? No, I don't care. That doesn't bother me. I mean, I know what, why I'm making the choice that I'm making, and I just appreciate that you're carrying this option. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> um, as far as like, how I navigate that when you go out, uh, I think that actually kind of leads into that a little bit because, you know, especially when we would go out to like restaurants for, you know, when you'd have lunch meetings, dinner meetings or events, it, it's changed over the years. And there were times where it was very, very difficult to find something to eat, but there was almost always something on a menu that you would go along with. And I would, you know, everybody that I went with would know that I was vegetarian or vegan and it wasn't necessarily, they would, they would probably sometimes feel bad that it's like, Oh, Oh, you just ordered the French fries. It's like, come on, you know, it is that's the only thing they have on the menu, but it's okay. I'm, I'm, I understand that and I accept it. Um, and it's gotten easier over the years. So there's more and more places that are offering a lot of other different things. Yeah. I, Totally with you there on the clothes thing. Trying to find dress clothes that are all vegan and look halfway decent and aren't a small fortune is a nightmare. It is. It is. Fortunately, that we're starting to see a little bit more things that there are some some vegan clothiers, which are nice. Uh, but then we're also starting to see a lot more that are some some cottons and also strictly like polyesters or others that that are looking more and more dressy. Um, I know you asked about like how you handle the conversations. Uh, when you're fuming and I'm going to go back and credit another one of my coworkers. I worked with another coworker at Memorial who was um, in a, a Joyce page. She is one of the most amazing people 
that you'll ever, ever get to know or have the option of knowing. Um, hopefully you don't get to know her in the work sense because she works as a nurse and that means you're probably in the, uh, in the hospital in a pretty dire situation. But, you know, I, I could see there were times when she would have conversations and people would say something that was definitely very edgy or very controversial. And she took the high road. She bit her lip um, because again, coming out and firing back there there are times and places for that but they're more often than not you can do more harm by just firing back and saying what you really want to say than taking the, the high road and the measured approach and coming at it again over from a you know over time uh you know and, and it goes for vegetarian veganism but it goes for everything you probably do in a professional life yeah i'm totally with you there as well i actually subscribed to the veganuary e-newsletter this january just to see what it was like and on today's issue they basically said just that that you have to uh, find a way to handle those conversations and a lot of times they recommended that humor is a great way to do it and kind of poking fun at yourself almost. And I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like that might belittle or demean your ethic and how strong or big a part of it is your life. But I do see the value of maintaining that positive relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And there, human is, humor is a perfect way to go. And I, I mean, I love humor. Everybody that knows me knows that I love to crack a joke whenever I can. Um, so, and even if it's uh, taking a shot at yourself, sometimes, you know, that's good stuff too. It just depends on your, it's sometimes the more difficult one, but at the end of the day, I don't mind taking a shot at myself because people that know me also know my conviction. And if I'm going to take a shot, it, they, they, I think it actually probably helps to build, build a little bit more of a relationship there because they're like, oh, well, you know, it's pretty cool that they're willing to like joke about it a little bit. I know he's super serious about being vegetarian and vegan and he has ethical reasons uh, for that. And, you know, it's, it's cool. They can roll with it. He's not, not, willing to be like be a total stick in the mud yeah because if you're a stick in the mud and you're really difficult to be around and have conversations with and can't take a joke why would anyone want to follow that ethic or lifestyle yeah yeah it can be a very uh lead to a very lonely lifestyle where you're the only stick in the mud for in a, a very large field that's empty so what are your go-to vegan snacks if let's say you're at an event or in the office all day and you start to get a little hangry that's a great question. Um, I am probably the most bizarre vegan you will ever meet. I have the most unusual food choices and eating habits probably of any vegetarian or vegan, I'm going to say maybe even in the world. First and foremost, I, I don't like fruits and vegetables, So, generally speaking. So now I know you guys are probably like, wait a minute, <laughs> how does that work? I eat a lot of carbs, and I also eat a lot of things that are probably very bad for me, a lot of snacks. Um, I love taking advantage of things that are accidentally vegan, um, you know, Oreo cookies and the spice, sweet, spicy chili Doritos, um, Nutter Butter cookies. And, you know, I can name off sweet stuff all day long. But at the same time, you know, I love uh, also some meat alternatives and you know, Beyond products I think are, are phenomenal. Um, I eat carbs left and right. And when you talk about getting hit, uh, a hangry urge, you know, that's actually something that I don't necessarily have too much. Um, I have another part of my weird eating style is that I only pretty much eat once a day. So I pretty much go all day long without any really drive for I got to I got to grab a quick bite or a quick snack. But, you know, 
I love granola bars if if I need to grab something quick. So there are quite a few of them out there that I mean, if you look at them, they're are they're vegan, and vegan friendly. So that's my probably my go to if I really need to grab something quick. Me and you are complete opposites, and I think this is a great discussion because it really shows the versatility and variety that vegan diets can have. People think a vegan diet is just one thing. It's not. It's just a way of eating that encompasses many different styles of eating that just happens to not just happens, that deliberately avoids exploiting or hurting living, breathing, feeling animals. I snack constantly, and my go-tos are basically just raw fruit. I eat apples all the time because <laughs> it's so easy. Just grab an apple and eat it, and you're good to go, or right, bananas right. or anything like that. And I love all that, and it's funny. I also drink just about every night, and I tap that <laughs> out. I feel like I cancel that out with all the fruits and vegetables. <laughs> And I just eat trash. <laughs> so I get the feeling we have very similar uh, diets. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think you hit the nail on the head there when you were talking about, like, you know, a vegan diet is, is just a, a lifestyle choice. It's not necessarily, I mean, you can eat very, very healthy as a vegan or very unhealthy as a vegan. Um, and, when you know, I remember when I first started off, and took the step as a vegan. I ate very healthy as a vegan and I lost some weight and I was in probably the best shape of my life. And then I found all the other stuff that I was like, Oh, that's vegan. Huh. <laughs> and, and my waistline, my uh, waistline has definitely, uh, you know, shown the, shown the recourse of that. Yeah. When I found out, you know, Swedish fish were vegan and Martin's yeah. potato chips were vegan. I was done. I was done. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which are the ones where the salt and vinegar ones aren't vegan or oh, something? Oh yeah, that's, that's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, it's like I want to yeah. eat you and I can't. It's not that. <laughs> but there are there are some that are. So. Yeah, and I know that like Uts potato chips has the pickle chips, which are pretty similar tasting in some ways. Yeah, but they're great. I I and I'm not even a huge Uts fan, but those are really good. Nice, I recommend those. <laughs> and I don't discriminate on potato chips. I mean, if as it's vegan, it's vegan, I don't yeah. think I found the brand that I that I won't eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that too. But yeah, Martins are my go-to. But yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Oh. Yeah, Martins, Oats, yeah, can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I and don't Snyder's and the pretzels. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so out of the loop. I could tell you about all the different kinds of apples. You got your Fuji's, <laughs> your Honeycrisp, your Mutsu's, Granny Smith's, Imperials, Pink Ladies, Stamens. They're all great. Yeah. Now my wife, she she's just like like you. I mean, she loves the the vegetable side. Like she eats nothing but the vegetables and fruit and everything like that. So we have two completely opposite dietary trends. So it's <laughs> that actually makes life a little interesting sometimes. I can, I can imagine. Well, we're coming up on half an hour, but I would be remiss if we didn't pick your brain about your favorite vegan restaurants in this area that you could recommend to our listeners. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good question because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to miss anybody. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, and and I, you know, you feel obligation to some of the ones that that have were leaders. First off, you know. So, Nittany Pizza, I think, was probably one of the first that yep. I remember that like really took things off, and they embraced it so much. They had like uh, a vegan night and everything like yep. that. So, you know, hats off, kudos to them. Um, Roost, as you mentioned earlier, they do a great job. Um, amazing options that are there. Uh, 
so many places downtown that are really good downtown york um world grill you can't walk away from some of the things oh, they yeah. have isan <laughs> oh my gosh some of the things they make are just out of this world um so i hit on a couple there but at the same time i got to give due diligence to to you know some of the bigger places the chains and things you know hats off to burger king for putting the impossible whopper together i've had a couple of them and it's nice to be able to go to burger king and feel like you did like a normal person kind of <laughs> right. 20 years ago <laughs> can i have um, a piece of lettuce <laughs> yeah <laughs> taco bell look at the i mean they've been like completely revamping their menus for like mm-hmm. the vegetarian side and have quite a few of those vegan options yep. uh mod pizza so i mean yeah there's it's... there's there's so many i i just am so excited by all the opportunities out there they've all done a great job with it. Yeah. They've made things that are very appetizing and make it very easy to order. I'm a big fan of mod pizza too. It's basically subway with pizza. It's I great. Know. And they don't <laughs> charge you extra for toppings. That's amazing. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> Just had mod pizza last night. Nice. Yeah. It's so good. I gotta go back there now. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and of course, uh, my wife, I mean, she's addicted to raw burritos. So. Oh, yeah, that's my. I haven't been there in a while. I I miss it. I need a burrito bad. <laughs> so I've got to give them a shout out because we've we've been getting the raw burritos, vegan burrito for years nice. too. And that's a and great anybody burrito. else that I miss, um, <laughs> you know, it's been around for a few years. I'm sure that I probably had your stuff. I and I, I apologize. I probably left the course of my mind here. <laughs> Well, Jason, it's been great talking with you. And if anyone wants to reach out to you and talk about anything or ask any questions, how can they get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, the best, probably easiest way is to pull up uh, the York County Economic Alliance website and feel free to reach out through to me through there. Um, I'm also on Facebook. You can send me a message. Uh, I don't know what my handle is because I never <laughs> actually take a look at it. <laughs> I'll put that in the show uh, notes to help you Jason out. Sure you'll probably find it. As a matter of fact, I think right now my profile photo is the same one that's actually on the York County Economic website. So it's pretty easy to find. Love to uh, reach out, talk to anybody that has any questions, um, wants to know how I go 20 hours without eating, anything like that. Glad to talk through any of that. So Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you want to get a hold of the Be Kind podcast, just send an email over to BeKindPodcast at gmail.com. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. Take care. Yep. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Be Kind podcast, presented by the Animal Advocates of South Central Pennsylvania. 